This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome back, Couch Potatoes and TV Junkies. Season 2 premiere. Season premiere. Baby, we're back. We are back. We are back for season 2 of the number one television pilot review podcast picked up thank you so much for tuning in my name is robert i'm sitting here with my good friend former roommate but perpetual kick-ass co-host rich thank you very much for that fantastic fantastic introduction um Man, I feel like you've just been practicing that for two months. No, I don't know, man. That's just it's just rolling off the tongue. Good. We're just eager. We're eager it is. to get it back feels, into it. It's an old show. Yeah. It's an old show. Yes. So uh, we want to thank you very yes. much for uh, yeah, being patient with us. We had a lot of life going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of life happened. We both moved into two different, two different apartments, um, weddings, and... Yeah, we both went had weddings that we went to, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, just a lot going on. I don't know how much we got to touch on it if we had an episode after Pod Slam, but Rich uh, conducted his first annual podcast marathon, Pod Slam. Yeah, that was. It's still kind of crazy that it happened because I feel like I've just been in recovery mode ever since. Yeah, and. Yeah, uh, just to recap, if you hadn't been keeping along, uh, we raised over $1,600 for Connor's Cure, which is a lot of money, uh, but we still came short of our $2,000 goal, and I want this upcoming year's uh, Pod Slam to to make that look like a drop in the bucket. Yeah. And it was a great show. If you were listening along uh, live online or you were actually able to make it out to uh, any of the shows, all the shows were just so amazing. It was. Uh, What a great variety. It was a great time. Um, I think everybody had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. And go to the Podslam 15 Twitter for links to all the shows that uh, that performed at, at Podslam. Heck yeah, man. So yeah. Uh, if you are tuning in for the first time, welcome. And again, I alluded to briefly in our little intro, this is picked up. What we're going to do is we are going to randomly pick a television show and watch the pilot episode. Um, Rich and I are going to give a little synopsis and then give our thoughts, criticisms, all sorts of things. Um, but first off, we do like to Usually do a little bit of a review of what we've been watching individually. Yeah, man. Uh, there's It's been the summer, so there hasn't exactly been a lot. Um, you know, so uh, there's been good stuff. And then, like, there's been surprisingly good stuff for the summer. And then there's just been your average summer dreck. What you've been watching? Well, um, the main thing that I've watched was season two of BoJack Horseman. Dog, yes. All right, I'm going to take that off my fantastic. list. Fantastic. It did it again. It, it did. It's great. The first season and the second season both achieved that thing where you you go into watching the show. It's like, this is a dumb, like, is talking animals. Weird. Oh, and I get it. They're crude. And then halfway through the season, it, like, gut punches you. Yeah. And and just, like, wrecks you emotionally. Uh there's that one particular scene uh, 
where he's living on his boat mm-hmm. and oh, go to bed. I know. Ah! There are so many great, uh, so many great scenes. There's a scene, uh, not to give too much away. No, not, but Mr. Peanut Butter is back. And there's a very good candid exchange between Bojack and Mr. Peanut Butter. That's one of my favorite yeah. moments. There's just so much good stuff in that show. It's such a worthy show. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was probably my main accomplishment. I ran through that fast, too. Yeah. I, tried to, I tried to parcel out some things to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, again, for people who don't know me, I don't really watch a lot of TV, kind of. So uh, it was impressive that I got through that as quick as I did. The other main thing that I watched... And I bet you did too, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit. Was the Wet Hot American Summer prequel? I one hundred percent did. Uh, what did you think? I came to the Wet Hot American Summer fandom a little later than a lot of other people. It was probably last year, actually, okay. that I deliberately sat down and watched it start to finish. But I really liked it. I was just most happy to see. How many people they got? They got everyone back. They got everyone back, and then just added an embarrassment of riches on top of it. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, we were able to recreate this masterpiece painting. What else can we do? Let, let's uh, build around it. Let's get the most fancy frame we can get. Yeah, and yeah, the 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 movie. I feel like the series is going to. Uh, age similarly to the movie and that it benefits from multiple watchings. Yes. So yes, I've watched it, but I'm more excited to watch it again. Yes. If that makes any sense. I've seen, I've rewatched a couple episodes again. I think one and three and they've just been funnier. Yes. They are so great. Yeah. You, the, you, you can pick up on the little things where it's like where, when you watch it the first time, it's like, all right, yeah, I guess that was fun. That They said that to be funny. Sure. Fine. But then you watch it again, and you're just like, uh, there's the scene where Josh Charles is in the bunk um, with, uh, I forget her name, um, the girl Paul Rudd's going after. I can't yes. believe I forget her name. Her real name is... That's what I was trying to... Moreau? Moreau? Yes. Something like Marguerite Moreau. Moreau. Yes, I think it's just and, that. Uh, and they're talking about the thing, the the... Thing that they got to go to that night or whatever. <laughs> and then just Char- Josh Charles is leaving. He's like, if you go to that, our relationship is toast. Burnt bright. <laughs> I was watching with Spencer and Spencer's just like, what did he, did he just say? What did, no, what did he just say? Right. What did he say? Yeah, that show really, uh, it just totally matched its tone, which was great. And I loved it as something that was just mild, like not mildly, but just consistently amusing. Mm-hmm. And then I counted about four or five just hilarious yes. moments that personally made me laugh out loud. A lot of them were like sight gags too. Like, oh yeah, it was nice to get a different kind of funny instead of something like very like cerebral and clever. Mm-hmm. It just wackiness. Yeah, and yeah. it's absurd. Yeah, absurd, just cartoonish humor. Absurd for like visual purposes is so like it feels like it's it's underdone. Yeah, Uh, it's. I'm really glad like they didn't harp on like they didn't try to reuse the joke of like 
yeah, we're all 16 years old. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Just go with it. Um, and it's, you know, it was fun to see, like, origin stories here and there. The characters transform into what you would eventually see them as. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- three regulars from Mad Men being on the show. Uh, and then you can add, like, two more that were... Well, one more that was a reoccurring role. And then one more that was in the last episode of Mad Men. Yeah. This is, like, five total people from Mad Men on the show. It was just, like... It was it was it was wild. Yeah, how many like Emmy nominations were on that show right there? Like a pretty decent amount. Yeah, and even less than their than they probably deserve. Yeah, probably. Do you know what's is it John? Is it Slattery? Yeah, John Slattery. Has he ever been nominated? Yeah, for he's been nominated. Okay, yeah, good. Um, great show. If you haven't watched it, watch the movie. Watch the movie again. Watch the movie again. Yep. And then watch the series and then just don't stop watching First Day of Camp. I think there's also a documentary on that. There is. I haven't watched it yet. It's in my queue. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that. Yeah. How about you, Rich? What have you been watching? All right. I'm going to set this timer for, (laughs) since we've already talked about two of the shows that were on on my list, so I'm going to set it for 17 minutes. Okay. Because we can, we got to, we got to get to what we do. Exactly. So... Starting the clock now. Let's see. First and foremost, top of my list is a show that I I, I watch. I heard a lot about. It's got a dumbass name. Then I finally watched it. Mr. Robot. Haven't you, seen it. No. Dog, I think you wrote this show. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. It's it's. I I don't even want to tell you anymore. It's it just especially watching the first episode. I'm just like, I. I heard Robert go off about this like 15 fucking times. That's awesome. <laughs> so oh, thank you. Yeah. I think you'll, I think you'll really dig it. Well, thank you. I, one of the coolest things I saw was an article, just a headline that said, Mr. Robot does what true detective claims to do. Mm, true detective season two. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I'll get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, uh, um, what network USA? It's USA. Yeah. That's that's the other great part about it is the fact that it's USA and it's like the furthest thing from a blue sky show. Yeah. And the lead actor that they have, uh, Rami Malek, is just such a like an intriguing thing to watch. Just like it, it, I'm not like it's one of those things where it's like he's doing a good job because I don't know if that's just him or that's him acting. Really, really great. Um, and fucking Christian Slater is like the only like name actor in the show and he's really good in it. Uh, so that's Mr. Robot next. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I had to, I had to, I, had no, to fin- okay. I finished happened? Gotham. Okay. Yeah. It was, it, it, it went a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> it went like, I, okay. So we had four episodes left and all of those four episodes were just basically uh, an arc. And there was like this serial killer, like this sort of like this Patrick Bateman esque serial killer. Um, and it was it was interesting. It was good enough. It felt at at its best. It felt like a good, like when you get a good arc on a procedural. When it's like you get a good f- run of four shows. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, Fish Mooney's not going to be on it anymore. Cool. Um, just man, they do some really weird stuff with Barbara. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What are they doing? The, uh, 
I don't know, man. They had such potential at different points. Yeah. You know, there's 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 other cool parts that are big gang war stuff um, between Falcone and Maroney. And, you know, there's, there's like for every good thing that that show does, there is an equally bad thing. It's not like it's not two steps forward, one step back, one step back. It's just constantly staying in the same place for every positive that you can say about that show. You can also list a negative and they break even. That's is that what the part of the what's it called? The um, what's that dance they do at weddings? I don't think it's called the electric slide. What's the other one called? The cha cha slide? The cha cha slide. The Charlie Brown. Isn't that where you hop from one <laughs> foot to the other? That's what I'm picturing. Gotham is the Charlie Brown of Fox's wedding. Fuck. Yeah. Well, darn. Yeah. Um, and I've been seeing, I think I saw like a trailer for season two and it's going to be more so about like the rise of the villains and stuff like that. And like the poster that they made for it was like one side good guys, one side bad guys and kind of like saw who was where and was like, oh, whatever. So whatever. Um, I mean, if you get a chance to catch up on it, cool just to complete it, but there's much better TV out there to watch. Yeah. Um, Started watching uh, the new show Why with Hannibal Burris. Um, which was funnier? Uh, I lo- you know I love Hannibal Burris. We both seen him live. Uh, I I wish the show just sort of had like any sort of direction or intention. It's just kind of floating in this nebulous. Yeah, we didn't really think this out. Somebody, as many people do, like just recognized like, oh, this guy's great. We should have yeah. him on a show, mm-hmm. and then that's all that they had. Yeah. That's sort of, that's a great thing to do as a network if that person has a vision and a direction. Like, you know, like a Kean Peel or fucking, you know, I guess like an Amy Schumer or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when they don't, <laughs> you're just kind of like floating in this half an hour space. Because there's some stuff in there that's that's very funny and entertaining. It's most of it is just like, Man on the street stuff where he just goes out and just interviews people. Is it fictional or is it like? A- no, it's like half monologue, uh, like 25% uh, other segment, be it a man on the street or a weird panel or something like that. And then they started bringing in um, musical guests. So, yeah, again, that just seems like the not quite sure what they want. Exactly. Um, Season two of Friends of the People started, uh, which was that sketch comedy show on True TV that I was very high about on their first season. Uh, their second season came out, and it's uh, so far, it's okay. The one thing that's really hindering my enjoyment of it is because the writing was never stellar. It was more so this show has a lot of heart. But now they're, they just have no fucking budget at all. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the biggest. Example of that is uh, they were doing this sketch. The premise was um, uh, uh, the Dark Knight, but instead of the Dark Knight, it was the Dark McKnight. And they actually got Brian McKnight. uh, And it was like him, you know, like serenading like Harley Quinn to help stop the Joker or something like that with, you know, one. That was off key as fuck. Um, Anyway, but yeah. And granted, it's 2015 and they're doing a Dark Knight parody. Whatever, fine. 
but just the costumes were distractingly bad. Like they went out to a Halloween store and got the cheapest Batman costume they could because that's probably all they could afford. Mm. Yeah. So that was kind of disappointing. And also, it also kind of feels like in, since season one, the Lucas brothers have kind of gained a little bit more momentum. And I don't know if this is just me watching it, but it does. I don't know. It feels like it has kind of changed the dynamic of the show a little bit. Okay. So that's that. Um, there's also this other show uh, that's new on Comedy Central called Another Period, um, created and starring Natasha Leggero and Ricky Lindholm. Yes. Um, there's so many fucking talented people on that show. There's so many funny people on that show for that show to not be funny, and it is not funny. Mm. It's uh, if you're not familiar, it's a sh- it's uh, this is another thing that doesn't like it. I guess it knows what it wants to be, but what it wants to be doesn't work. It's like and, a period reality show, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like a Victorian reality it, show. It like tries to play on the upstairs, downstairs of like a Downton Abbey, but like in a reality show way. And it just is it just doesn't work. I enjoy upstairs, downstairs, Downton Abbey type things. Like I am not cultured slash smart enough to to parody that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's maybe one of the problems or what, but it's it's ripe to be parodied, mm-hmm. but it that's not yeah. You just it's it's got to be certain very smart people. Yeah, right? you have to be a really good craftsman to yeah. be able to make fun of stuff like that. It's like a, it's it sounded like it would have been a good pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um I watched season 3 of Orange is the New Orange is the New Black. Uh, it completely made up for season two. Uh, I was super down on season two. Season three, so good. Cool. Fucking enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, Just great stories. Uh, It wasn't all focused on Piper anymore. It was about all the other stories going on in the prison, which is great because it's a rich atmosphere and rich characters. And there wasn't so much like adversary within the prison because there's lord knows there's enough external conflict coming from outside the prison and there was much more just like a sense of there was there's still a little beast here and there but it was much more a sense of community cool. um, and just not even so much community but just people caring for each other just people giving a fuck about each other because no one else in here is going to have your back but except for us uh and there was also just these great parallel storylines as well that were really good that's cool yeah very enjoyable and it was back to being funny which is a a, a shame since it basically screwed the second season screwed itself out of being categorized as a, as a comedy for the Emmys now. So there, there you go. Um, did you watch the, uh, John Stewart's last episode of the daily show? I didn't watch the episode. I did watch his sign off. And when he talked with Colbert. Yeah. Uh, then the rest of the episode was, it was it was pitch perfect, man. Yeah, it was exactly what it needed to be. Exactly what it should have been. Real quick, do you have? Are you are you using any uh, cable cutting services right now or anything like that? Uh, we have uh, Netflix, HBO Go, um, uh, Amazon Prime hooked up. Uh, I've been researching into Sling a little bit, and I've also just did a little bit of research on playstation view which is essentially like you can get like local channels as well as all the other cable channels and stuff but it's kind of around the same price as like a cable company would be anyway okay just curious how you're seeing your stuff because for me right now i'm basically entirely on netflix yeah 
Um, probably going to uh, look into Sling, too. Yeah. Daily Show, I went to ComedyCentral.com for, right. which I did on my tablet because if I did it on my laptop, there uh, I'm just going to pause this right now because we're not talking about a show. Um, if I did it on my laptop, the the player on Comedy Central's rubbish. Yeah. And for yeah. whatever reason, it actually works well on a tablet. So Okay. Yeah, if you're going to watch anything on CC.com, do it on your tablet or phone. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next, uh, Ballers. Have you seen any of Ballers? Oh, man. I would love to. I this don't have HBO access, but. The, find someone with a Go account or someone tweet at Rob Bravo, Rob, uh, R Bravo, R Bravo, or M Bravo. What is your fucking M Bravo, Twitter again? M Bravo. Okay. Yeah. At M Bravo, M Bravo. Uh, some fucking HBO credentials because, uh, yeah, this is one of the shows that we talked about kind of before we uh, uh, ended season one. Uh, it's it's good. That's cool. It's good. And also, it's, the, it's cool the Rock just... and I have a very special relationship. Shoe bros. Yeah, we might have to tweet out some pictures. I don't know if I can find them, but it's, uh, it's special. It is special. And if not, we could just... Yeah, we'll we'll take more pictures and yeah. find those again. Uh, but yeah, it's just cool to see The Rock every week. Um, it's it's super low stakes, so it can like exceed expectations because it's not a flat out comedy. So like The Rock doesn't have to be funny, but when he is funny, so when he is, it's a plus. Uh, same thing with Rob Corddry; he's there to be the comic relief, but uh, he doesn't have to be so when he is which is often it's good it works um good, good supporting cast uh denzel washington's kid is a regular character on there in the first episode don shula calls him an asshole it's great as a dolphins fan it, it, the show holds a lot of it holds a, a big place in my heart that's uh so yeah it's it's fun it's a fun show it also like does sort of touch and delve into some of the more taboo things about the league that it's basically the spiritual successor to this show that was on ESPN a long time ago called Playmakers. Look it up. It was very interesting uh, while it was on the air, and it was very interesting as to why it got taken off. Next, The Brink, the other HBO show about uh, kind of like being on the brink of World War III with Tim Robbins, Jack Black, Asif Mandi, um, uh, Marybeth Monroe, John LaHarquette, just a bunch of people. Pablo Schreiber from Lights Out and Orange is the New Black. Um, it's, it's good. It's funny. There's like kind of an A and B story going on. Well, it's kind of an A and B and a C story going on and the C kind of like isn't connecting with anything else, but everything else was fine. And Tim Robbins is fucking killing it on this show. Good. Like everything else is kind of maybe a little phoned in. I don't know, but like Tim Robbins is not, and he is the one that of anybody has like probably the biggest, like could have. Yeah. Could have really mailed in yeah. a performance. Uh, John Larkett's great on the show as well. Um, True Detective. Ugh. I stopped watching around episode four. It was really that bad, huh? It was gobbledygook. Damn. It it really makes you like the same guy wrote both seasons, <laughs> and there is no evidence to support that that statement. There is no evidence. How bad do you have to feel to to make like? such a good work of art and then like put out such a crappy one. I mean, a lot of it you can also kind of chalk up to like every band, you know, they spend like 12 years making their first album and it's a masterpiece. 
And then you have 18 months to come out with your second one. And it better be fucking better. Mm-hmm. And it, no, it never is. But it was, but it was, I've stuck with a lot of stuff that I just don't like in the course of this show, in the course of my life. <laughs> so it takes a lot for me to say, fuck this show, I'm done. And it just, it was just a, it was more than frustrating to watch. It was just nonsense. The breaking point for me was episode four. I'm like, all right, maybe that's what it is. It's got to be fourth episode. And that's when everything starts to fucking turn around. Uh, And there were already like some bad scenes, but there were also good scenes up until that point. And there was like this big shootout that was just complete fucking nonsense out of nowhere. And... Like everybody died except for the three main characters, and when I mean when I say everybody, I mean like seventy five people. Wow. Yeah, and and that's the thing that the show was doing very. That's the only effective thing that season two of True Detective was doing was having cliffhanger endings because you'd get like through a whole episode and just be like, there's, I can't, I can't fucking come back to this, and then all of a sudden the last three and a half minutes of an episode happens, and you're like. God damn it. They fucking got me again. All right. I'll be back next week. And then that happened. I'm just like, you're fucking done. You're done. And then actually last night, I, uh, uh, <laughs> uh we'll probably talk a little bit more about it on a blank slate. Cause mullet did watch the whole episode and or the whole series, the whole right? series. Yes. And, um, and he just told me that I should watch the last episode, which was last night. Uh, and I did. It was 90 minutes. I hate watched the fuck out of it. And it was just, yeah, it's like, all right, cool. I'm completely justified. And I felt like I had missed nothing. Mm-hmm. So that goes to show you a lot because you didn't know what the fuck was going on. So, yeah, True Detective Season 2 was absolutely garbage. Uh, a, a review came back for its second season um, with Andy Daly. And I absolutely loved the first season. Uh, and so I was very, very, very excited uh, for the second season, but I was also getting, I was preparing myself to be disappointed. Uh, and within the first like five minutes of the, of the first episode of the second season, I was cackling. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's great. Uh, and then also I started watching, um, I, I'm, I'm not caught up on this season, but I've watched all of season one of Rick and Morty. All of season one? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then I watched the first episode of season two. Okay, great. I haven't yeah. seen any of season two yet. The season two premiere was really, really good. It was yeah. insane. It was one of those things where it was like, I could probably watch this about 64 different times. Yeah. And if you've seen the episode, you know that I said that for a reason. Nice. Oh, what a fantastic show. Yeah. I had the uh, pleasure of introducing somebody to that show recently, and it is. It's just such a winner. There, uh, There's currently a... Um, a text group that you and I and a few other people are, are, are a part of a part of specifically for Rick and Morty, yep. uh, which I feel bad cause I can't contribute cause I, I don't watch regularly. Um, but it's amazing. Everything like the first night that I got up to Chicago, you and Spencer and our friend Colin, that's like all you guys would talk to me about. It's like, Oh, you got to watch Rick. And you're trying to explain it to me. And it's like, yeah, it's like this back to the future uh, dynamic, but, like you know the docs all drunk and, and you try to like i'm like i got nothing you guys i don't fucking mm-hmm. I'm, you're not selling me on this at all but it's great it's just gotta watch it um that's that for all right and i just may have fudged the time a little bit yeah um, no worries um that said uh God, we're almost at a half an hour um have you seen any movies 
Yeah, I've seen a bunch of movies. Yeah? I saw Ant-Man. I saw Trainwreck. What else did I see? I've seen some old movies on Netflix and stuff like that as okay. well. Um, did, you see, did you see Jurassic World? No, I did not. Don't worry about it. Um, How I I think that it was a conspiracy. I don't think it made as much money as they said it did. I think they just fucking said that it did. Because <laughs> I didn't see it. And I know a lot of pe- other people who didn't see it. <laughs> see, I know a lot of people that did see it. And I know sure. a lot of people that saw it multiple times. Man, what's I know a lot of people that are over the fucking moon about that movie. I'm uh, I'm a little sad because I I think Chris Pratt is going to implode eventually, like a like a like a mega giant star, or whatever they're called. I I don't mainly because he just has to fucking choose better than being in Jurassic World. I feel like he he signed on to Jurassic World before Guardians. Or something. Either way, like Jurassic World was just not. It just didn't let him be him. Yeah. Whereas like everything else he's doing is he's he's fine. He's well, that's fine. good. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Trainwreck? Um, the way I tell everybody is it was it was less funny than I thought it would be, but okay. it was a better movie than I thought it would be. Like the story and drama was way better than I thought. That is fascinating because I have like literally the exact opposite like flip those really i thought it was a, a, a very hilarious romantic comedy that you've seen before i felt like the the beats and the the just basically if you were to w- like map out the waves of like you know all the all the beats of of, of a general romantic comedy of mm-hmm. you know meeting and breaking up and all that stuff and then getting back together um but all the performances were through the roof hilarious, like great. Um, even yes. like Colin Quinn was really fucking great. Um, LeBron stole the show. This Cena film stole, could stole be the show. primarily responsible for a Space Jam 2. It may have well happened. It may well have tipped the scales into that being a thing. And retiring John Cena. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's like talks, because he's also going to be in that movie Sisters. With uh, Amy Poehler and uh, uh, Tina Fey, yeah. So there's like talk of of him just like taking a, a much later schedule and just doing movies. That would be cool. It'd be great if he was just like the 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 rock of comedy. Yeah, I would like to say too. I saw a train wreck with my mama, which was nice. I don't get to go to the movies a lot together. Uh, okay. I don't know if I would have seen it. It's that awkward, but yeah. I mean, but it's not that awkward. Yeah, like, we're adults. Exactly. Uh, more importantly, what do you think of Ant Man? I think Ant Man will be like Captain America in that Ant Man Two will be a very, very, very good movie. I liked Ant Man. I'm a personal <laughs> fan of Ant Man, mm-hmm. and I mean that from way back. I think we're getting to a point for me personally. Where it's like. I knew all that shit. Like I knew every like nothing was surprising yeah. to me. So I think it took a little bit away. I think you can tell that it had some that it had to trade hands at one mm-hmm. point in time. Also, I saw it at a movie theater, my local movie theater, which I hate. I kid you not. I might have to I'll tweet this out too. <laughs> the fucking movie screen is like at an angle. No. Yes, or the floor is. Oh, is this like a chain movie theater? Or no, no, it's the. I'm gonna fucking call it out. What is it? It's yeah, on. Put them it's on, on blast. Lincoln in Ravenswood, 
What's it called? I'll we'll, tweet it out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get that. That was motherfuckers. But it Put was them like, on blast. And and yeah. part of the reason is like with some of the visuals mm-hmm. in Ant Man. Yeah. Never did I want to see a movie in like IMAX more than I wanted to see Ant Man. Uh I heard um friend of the show, uh Liz Anderson uh, saw it in three D and she said it was one of the best uses of three D that she's seen. Right. And I can fully imagine that being the case with what the conceit of Ant Man is. Yeah. So I was very happy. I think Paul Rudd probably did a lot to really make that possible. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. What about you? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It was good. It was good. Paul Rudd did Paul Rudd things, which I can watch for 24 hours of a, a day every day. Uh, and again, just going back to like Wet Hot, it's just funny to imagine him like flying straight from the set of Ant-Man to, to a camp in Maine. Um and Michael Pena almost stole that movie. Yes, he did. Um, and you talked about the the, ha- the movie having traded hands. It was funny. It was interesting for me to watch that movie and point out the things that I knew you could attribute to who. It's like, oh, that was totally an Adam McKay joke. Another McKay joke right there. There's an Adam McKay joke. This whole sequence such a Edgar Wright sequence. Yeah. Total Edgar Wright sequence going on right here. Yeah, there's fingerprints all mm-hmm. over that movie. Yes. And then, um, but yeah, and I also thought that it was a surprisingly good performance from Michael Douglas. I did too. I thought he did a great job. You talk again about having kind of the uh, pedigree and ability to just phone it in if you want. And he did not. He did not. There were some moments where I'm just like, you do you, Michael Douglas? Shit. I was expecting you to just be kind of like a broom in this movie. Mm-hmm. Or just like an exposition bot. Yeah. yeah. And he was really good. Yeah. I liked him a lot. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Again, personal favorite of mine. Um, again, I think I think a two, with everything out of the way now, I think two could be way better. Sure. Than, even though this wasn't bad, it would just be like Winter Soldier was much better than Captain America 1. Right. Because you, you can just get into it now. Yeah. Uh, most recent movie I've, I've seen, I'm pretty sure you've heard a lot about it, and then we can go on to picking a movie. Um, hey, look, it's a season one premiere, all right? Or season two premiere. Yeah. Sorry, it's a season premiere, and we're blowing it out for for you. Yeah. For you. Got stuff to catch up on. We're not even going over Emmy nominations. Nope. Which came out in the, the hiatus. But yeah, uh, last movie I saw... Probably heard a lot about, um, as great is uh, Ex Machina or Ex Machina, or yeah, Ex wanna, Machina, yeah, Ex Machina, however you want to pronounce it. Um, have you, have you, no, no, but that came out, it came out a while, a while ago. ago, it's yeah. been out for a while, it's just been kind of like in theaters, and then it was finally in the PlayStation store and just ran it. And it, it, I, uh, all I can say is it, yeah, it lived up to the hype. And cool. I can't tell you anything more because I don't want to spoil anything. The cool. less you know about that movie going into it, the better. The same friend who swore by Ex Machina also swore by Mr. Robot. And not because they, those words have to do with each other, but just as quality <laughs> pieces of entertainment. If anything, you could flip the, the title of those two and they would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am dead serious. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Fuck. Do that. Do that entertainment. Hollywood, change those two titles yeah. for each other. Exchange Make them. Make it happen. Yeah. And we All should right. flip Ballers and... 
and Friday night tykes. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> that was a that was like an alley oop where a guy throws it way up, but you did it. You uh, caught it and made it work. I hope Blake gets there. Yep. It's like oh. not to liken myself to Blake Griffin, but no, it's all good. Yeah. All right. You ready to do this? We're gonna yeah. hop back on this train. Yeah, let's do it. Rich is going to pull up Netflix roulette. You wanna you wanna take a little my... picky picky? Sure. Yeah, I'll pull it up on mine. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. It's been a while. I know, right? And oh, I know what this show is. Here, no, let me get a picture of you. Okay. All right. Show called. The Gates. Ah, life in suburbia. Neatly mown lawns, tidy McMansions, cowering. You're already just like, no. Uh, tidy McMansions, cowering behind securely locked gates. This is the life of Nick. Uh, this is the life Nick, Frank Grillo, longs for. And this is the life he gets when he finally signs on as police chief in a planned community. Too bad his neighbors aren't human. Uh, with wolves in sheep's clothing, or more accurately, werewolves and witches all around him, the new chief has his hands full protecting the community in this supernatural drama. Lame. No, I don't know. Okay. I've, I, I, uh, yeah, I. Frank Grillo. Who, what is he on right now? Or he was in something. He was recently. in The Purge 2. That's right. He signed on to be in Purge 3, which I think was a major bump. And he's yeah. going to be Crossbones in Captain America 3. Okay, yeah. Because he was Crossbones in Captain America 2. That's right. Because I remember, I remember hearing his name pop up a lot, like in the past week. Yeah, exactly. So I do remember hearing about this show as well before and not. Not avoiding it, but avoiding it, if that makes sense. The Gates? Yeah, The Gates. I got a better title. You know I'm what? already shitting on it. I haven't even watched it. Well, I'm it was probably an ABC show, and ABC can't title their shows for shit. Yeah. Um, that said, I suggested they start doing this on um, on Married with Movies. Who can... Take it easy, guys. Pump the brakes. You can go back to one episode a week now. We're back. But so I suggested they start doing this um, whenever they pick what they're going to be watching. Uh, to uh, pre-rate it, or as they've been calling it, like an expectation rating. Okay. Um, so we don't really rate things on a scale. We either pick it up or we don't pick it up. Uh, what do you think you're going to do with this show based off that description, that pitch? I am such a sci-fi fan. Mm -hmm. I lean much more towards sci-fi than fantasy. And also... I'm all about like the balls of the attempt. Like yeah. a lot of people like to get weird premises and they don't take them nearly far enough. No if, teeth. If one of these wolf people doesn't eat someone in this show, they will fall short of this premise. Just just how about that just be your standard? Yeah. <laughs> I need to see a wolf creature yeah. eat another person. It, or else you won't pick it up. All right, so Bottom I line. will not pick it up. Even if you like it. I picked up the Twilight Zone. Uh, is Once Upon a Time a show? It is. Does it, Yeah. 
I went with that just on the expectation of werewolves. I picked up <laughs> just Teen overall Wolf, the series. <laughs> You're just going overall shows that you, in theory, would have picked up. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, yeah. So I don't think I'm going to dig it that much. What I, about you? I don't think so either. I think it's going to be very interesting to see this actor whose stock is on the rise yes. in something maybe a little bit before or what helped boost their reel to get all of those other parts. I'm afraid that might be the most interesting part of the show. So I'm probably not going to pick it up either. Yeah. Can I, can I get the uh, year of this? 2010. Again? 2010. Yeah. Where were we in twilight years when this came out? I feel like we must've been like fucking right smack in the middle in of the it. Thick of yeah. It. Yeah. Like this is probably also around the same time where, where uh, Teen Wolf is like at the height of its popularity. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you just got all those other um, Shit, where were vampire the Harry diaries and, and stuff. Uh, Harry Potter was kind of wrapping up. I feel wrapping like up. these are, this is around like Hollows one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. Um, but yeah, so it's probably along the same lines of like all of, the, all of the vampire diaries and all that kind of stuff, like the popularity of those things. So, all right. All right. Well, Enough of our dicking around. It. We will catch you guys after the break. Pretty intimidating gate. Hand forged in England. Never been breached. What about the people trying to get out? Welcome to the gates. When you enter the gates, you'll discover an exclusive community. Oh, I didn't know they had all these little shops. It's more than just a place to live, Mom. <laughs> That's their slogan. With beautiful homes. Are you sure this is ours? Great schools. Since more kids to the Ivy League than any school in the state. And friendly neighbors. Hi. Please tell me you eat cobs. But if you think. I kind of have a thing for kitchens. This is the perfect place to live. What about your husband? He's out of town. For how long? Long enough. You're dead wrong. Things are going to be better here. I promise you. So is your husband in one of these boxes? Didn't I read that he was a detective? Yeah, homicide. Homicide? Really? Just a hell of a setup. Crime must be non-existent here. Almost. Charlie, I'm Andy. Yo, Brett, your girl hooking up with the new guy? 45. Kresge. Sorry, God. In my office. Now. Why are you back so early? I missed you way too much. My instincts tell me that there's something going on with those people. It's a good way to get shot. Well, I believe you're the one trespassing. ABC Sunday, June 20th. A new series. I heard something break, so... Yeah, it was like this when I came in. About a neighborhood that was built. I didn't want to come here. And the one thing that's been cool about all this is you. For keeping people out. And keeping secrets in. Charlie. Hi. Hi. All right. That. Um, we should get out of here. Yeah. We had an agreement. I know. Not now. Not like this. So, how do you like this place? I'm figuring it out. Good. ABC's The Gates, series premiere, Sunday, June 20th, part of ABC's new summer season. And we are back. Here we are. Back in the saddle again. Back for the first back. time. Yeah, back exactly. For the first time. Yeah. For the first time. Oh. <laughs> All right. 
Um, you want to just avoid talking about this for the? <laughs> we probably could. We front loaded the episode. It worked out well. We really front loaded this one with some good shit and Certainly. just straight TV talk. Yo, not even much banter about our our other people' lives. Not really. No. Yeah. But just, no. just hard hitting content. <laughs> um. So we watched The Gates. The Gates. ABC show from the year 2010 that was canceled after one season for low ratings. 13 episodes, I think it said. Mm-hmm. Starring Frank Grillo. Um, if you want to do yourself a favor, season one, Tim and Eric, one of their first big gets, Will Forte stars as Frank Grillo, <laughs> the mattress farm salesman. So do yourself a favor, everybody. Go search uh, Tim and Eric, Frank Grello, Mattress, um, Will Forte. Great sketch. They uh, I, they never really like appeal to me. I get them and like you know I'm trying to watch a lot of their stuff, but it it never ceases to amaze me. Just like the talent that they can attract. Yeah. So we watched the Gates. Uh, a fan. F- Fantasy, fantasy, fantasy drama realism it's <laughs> just like all right it's um it's twilight and true blood meets desperate housewives and perfect perfect with like high school stuff in there as well but that's what it is it doesn't have the strength of any of that if if any of those properties do have a strength, which I'm sure they do, or an appeal, I don't think. Yes, it... appeal, correct. Because um, again, like I said, a, a horrible name, ABC show. Uh, we don't really have to recap too too much. Sure. Um, I will say, like the like the opening shots are look pretty much like B roll. Yeah, like you could pay like $30 a year and just have an unlimited uh, access to mm-hmm. to establishing shots and, yeah. and children frolicking and things like that. Getty images type deal. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah. So it starts out and there's some contractor uh, and he has to go inside and this wife whose husband's away is got to patch him up. And it's like, oh, they're gonna, she going to cheat on her husband? Nope. She's going to suck his blood. It's like, all right, cool. Well, Desert Housewives vampire shit. Fine. Um, and then once it was revealed she was a vampire, I got really pissed because she was out in the daylight and everything. So I'm just like, all right, fine. You're going to fucking do this and you're not going to play by fucking vampire rules. Then fuck this show right off the gate, mm-hmm. which eventually it did. Uh, that's all I need is justification because it showed her like putting on this lotion like right. all over her like exposed skin uh, and she missed a spot and like, she walked in front of a window and got burned. So I'm like, all right, cool. That's all I need. All I need is an explanation, and I'm fine. Yeah. Um, you just need to establish the rules that you're going to play by. We don't care what those rules are. I very much care what those well, rules are. Well, I'm saying in a larger story, in a storytelling sense, mm-hmm. whether it's Looper, whether it's True Detective Chinatown, whether it's Adventure Time. You lay out the rules which you're going to play by. Right. And they can be anything. Right. But you have to stick to them. 
and, and but what you're, what you're saying about the rules of of, of vampires of folklore yes yeah i agree if you're gonna take something that's been around for basically fucking centuries or whatever you don't get to take the liberty with those yeah if you want to create your agree. own rules for your own thing fucking cool fine but you don't fucking glitter you don't sparkle you don't sparkle twilight vampires do vampires turn into bats anymore that was really cool <laughs> i i feel like i haven't seen that in so long i've reframed that as a misconception yeah. about vampires like it's not frankenstein it's frankenstein's monster it's like, oh, yeah, no, it was someone else that turned into bats. But, like, no, I'm pretty sure it was vampires. Right. I feel like I totally understand yeah. that it's been so out of our consciousness that yeah. we wouldn't think it's a thing. But I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Pretty... <sighs> Let's bring some bats back, huh? Yeah, where are my bats? Where are my bats at? <laughs> Done. <laughs> From the front to back. How was you feeling that? Put one wing up. Uh... Everyone's so white. I know, right? And, and look, it's, it's a whitewashed show. I, I don't like to to make those observations, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, I was like, "Holy shit!" It's like the it, only you had English white or non English yeah. white. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't as though I set out watching this, going like, "I'm gonna count the people of color." Right. It was just so blank. So in your face, like this is the this is such this is the whitest thing I've watched in the last fucking like two years. Yeah, there were, and I did eventually start to count. Um, there were total six non-white people. Three spoke. One of them was just one word. That was a football coach. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one. Wow, that's a what a loaded term. Non-white. Oof. I mean, <laughs> you go, you know, I mean, minorities, same, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, one of the uh, minorities in the show was a very pleasant surprise. Javina Gavankar, better known as to me and friends of mine as Shiva from the ah, league. Ah, okay. Yeah. Very good. And she was good in this. I really liked her. She, she was, was one of the, uh, the officers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, she was one of the cops in the town. And she, I, I liked her. I liked seeing her. Uh, the only other thing I've really ever seen her in was an episode of Garfunkel and Oates where she was also playing a doctor. So it was cool to see her not playing a doctor. And just like, yeah, like an officer. That was a, a good look for her. I liked that. Yeah. I, liked, I really liked her in this. She didn't have much to do, but she was good. Um, Yeah, no, I mean... There were little things in the show that like kind of stuck out to me. Like I, th- I thought it was interesting that um, when the older son of uh, the family, the premise is, um, yeah, the the uh, uh, chief of police and his family are moving into this, and so this episode they're moving in for the first time, and um, as opposed to like the other times they're going to move in, right? But like they're moving in, and this is just them getting acclimated. So the oldest son walks into the um, language arts class, I imagine English class. Uh, and like just cause you're new doesn't excuse you to be fucking late. Like yeah. every new kid's always late to class, always late to class. But the thing that I did like was that they were talking about Flannery O'Connor 
Yeah. Um, which was cool. It was like interesting. Like, oh, that's one way to go. And in the end, it was just really only to bring up her lupus. But mm-hmm. uh, like in high school, I got like kind of for a brief moment into Flannery O'Connor. And I have like a big book of Flannery O'Connor short stories. She is. I I remember something like that, too, or at least being very interested as her of her in her as an author. And um, yeah, so that was cool. And yeah. then again, it, it went away pretty much as quickly as it came. Well, but the fact that they did it was interesting. Yeah. It was um, nice. And. They could have. You know what's funny though? Hmm. When when they said that, I know that she's a writer. I couldn't, but in my mind, I registered Georgia O'Keeffe, <laughs> maybe because of a Southern Georgia, yeah, famous woman creator artist. Even though yeah. she's a painter, and so when they were like, "What do you think?" You know, this is about. I was just gonna be like vaginas, <laughs> and I was like, "Why didn't somebody bring that up?" I was like, "Oh, wrong <laughs> artist." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Were they contemporaries? That was the same time period, right? Well, what time period was George O'Keefe? I'm thinking like 30s to 60s. I Yeah, I'd say so. I think so. Yeah. I want to say geographically too, maybe. I don't know. I'm not Southern, saying they're like roommates, yeah. but... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. They played bridge together. They did. Uh, and they also, I was very, I was, I was proud of the show for this point, uh, because they're just kind of sneaking it in. They're not hitting us over the head with it, but like the name of the, 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 um, the mascot of the school are the, the Ravens. Oh, cool. Uh, and like when you walk into, when the kid walks into the, uh, English class, like you see a big picture of uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they're just like peppering it in there. Like I, I would chalk that up more so to set design than anything. Like good, good on you, set design. Yeah. For actually like trying. Um, the one of the British guys, I was. Uh, this took me out of it a little bit. And Mr. Radcliffe uh, references uh, the the garage, and he says it just garage, but in an English accent. But just that. He's like, oh, the garage, not not garage. Yeah, the garage. The way it's supposed to be. Englishly pronounced. Yeah. Fucking. Fit. What's what's the point of having an English actor? <clears throat> yeah. He's not gonna say funny shit. Yeah, funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just took me out of it. I was just like, yeah. that's I've heard I've heard too many British people say it garage to not notice it come out of your mouth as garage. Yeah. Or uh when uh after they drop off the dead contractor guy at that lake or whatever and her husband uh, gets in uh i'm sure that he got in into the trunk of the car and not the boot right which by the way why did that happen again i don't know i didn't understand and did it's like they drug the body to the lake but then i thought like he ate him no 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 he didn't eat him he just he got his fangs out uh his vampire fangs to make it look like a wolf attack. Oh. Yeah, because he came back and he said, oh, you want to make it, we need to make it look like, you know, he got eaten by wolves. Because he was still going to have the puncture marks there, so he just tore his neck up and shit. Okay. Yeah. Is he, I thought he was a wolf. Or no, he he's a vampire. vampire too. Yeah. yeah. There you go, folks. <laughs> uh, But there are wolves, there are vampires, there are witches. I think that might be it that we got introduced to. Oh, yeah. 
they were they were witches. Yeah. Running just like competing holistic stores. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, it looks like you have one good witch, one evil witch. Yeah. So they're setting that up. Uh, there was a brief is later in the episode. There's a big harvest festival and big carnival. And there was just like a little showdown between the witches. And there were two things that like popped in my head uh, when you had that little convergence was uh, one. The show has potential for like a dope ass Halloween episode. Yeah. Where just everything just hits the fan. Yeah. Which would be pretty cool. And then two, how much goddamn lip collagen is on this show? Like in total. Oh my God. That was the scariest thing about this show. That was the first, I, I don't know. I have a habit of making mean remarks to women on this show or sometimes not all the time. Now it's not a habit, but I have in the past. But the first thing I thought when we saw that vampire lady is like, wow, that lady has had a lot of work. Hers is, is just most noticeable. Yeah. And just to be fair, that contractor guy that she killed, he probably had a lot of work done too. Yeah. He, he seemed like one of those guys that's just like, oh, you're, li- you're 45, but you're really missing 33, aren't you? <laughs> oh, man. Man work. Nobody likes that. <laughs> no one. Uh, <laughs> there were also just some other trappings. Like, all the high school stuff was pretty cliche, as it always tends to seem to be for the most part. Uh, like, so new kid comes in, um, starts making eyes with the one girl who's already got a boyfriend. That boyfriend is a werewolf. Mm -hmm. And, but he's like not in the pack with all the other werewolves of his age. He's like an angsty restrained werewolf. Yeah. He's like, I'm I'm, I'm a a good, but I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. And then they approach him, I guess after school and they're riding their BMX bikes and they're badass, And even their leader such a badass, but he still wears a helmet. Yes, he does. Helmet. Looks like he takes good uh, care of himself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, BMX bike. Obviously badasses. Badass. They allude to, like, oh, what happened to the old police chief? Oh, he's a, he retired to Mexico. So it's like, all right, well, something horrible happened to him. Right. And I'm sure we'll we'll... Be revealed that later on. Really? To Mexico? Is that what they say? That's what they said, yeah. He retired to a beach in Mexico. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, like... 2010 Mexico. I don't know how different 2010 Mexico is. Or even a beach. But um, I don't think well, any law enforcement officials going to Mexico. Well, even then. Even if you have your pension, you cash in and all that stuff. Yeah. That's the most suspicious thing you can ever say. So he retired to a beach. Yeah. It's like, oh, you mean so he got murdered? Yeah. Which is essentially how the episode ended was uh, new chief of police gets called out to a scene, and you're assuming that he's getting called out to uh, to the body that was planted by the vampire couple earlier. Right, the contractor. Yeah. So the local police pull over the pull open the sheet and is like, this you guy's like, no, never seen this guy before. And you think he's just, see, okay, I really, all right. I'm going to confess something. I really kind of like the ending. Okay. Uh, because before that, like, he's having issues with his wife because his wife likes the Radcliffs. And so, mm, yeah, eventually. Wife's mad at him because he's, like, snooping around yeah. and just that. And so, eventually, towards the end of the episode, he he tells her, like, 
the Ratcliffe case is closed. Don't worry about it, honey. Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. And then they pull the sheet back. So you're assuming it's it's the contractor guy that got killed. And when he says, no, I don't recognize this guy. I'm just like, oh, shit. Fucking Frank Grillo is going to play by these crazy ass rules. Okay. And then one of the other deputies is just like, no, that's the last chief. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, cool. It was a little swervy, okie doke. I liked it. I liked it. It's it's gonna get me back for. I'm just gonna go into it now. I'm gonna. <laughs> it got me back for another episode. Really? Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I did think that the ending too was probably the most interesting part of the um, the episode. I mean, that was a good. That's a good button. I mean, that's really like the last yeah. thirty seconds of the show, and it is like. Well, I really wouldn't want to be the chief of this town. Oh, it, no, I am the chief I'm, of this town. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh-oh. Well, and it actually did an effective job of actually thickening the plot. Like, there's so many things that'll happen in a show like this or, or other shows in general that it does because it it's so clear. The writer thinks like, and then, bah. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what you thought thickening the plot was. But no, this actually was. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this makes good on all the the intimidation put against them of, oh, this is a nice community. You know, we're not going to tolerate your poor behavior. So do you want to just do you want to just get into it? Just that uh, the last thing I was just going to say is that like that actually made good on like the the mayor of the town insinuating that they weren't going to tolerate him poking around. It's like, well, look, yeah, that's like a threat made real. It's like, well, yeah, that last yeah. guy did that got murdered. So now yeah, you know, because there was that scene where it wasn't necessarily like the mayor of the town because it's like a corporate community. So he's just like the developer of the town, but he doesn't have any real power on paper. The town council does. But yeah, he did kind of throw that weight around. And yeah, that that's... Fuck. I didn't even think about that. It's like, oh yeah, no, this is a real threat. Yeah, it's like, we spend the whole... Again, it's another storytelling thing of... We tell the audience that they should be scared for him. Mm-hmm. And then we... A lot of the times, we never really get a reason why. Or we don't get proof why. Yeah. But that's proof why we should be concerned for this guy. This, this pilot... The more I think about it, the more we actually talk about it, more than just realizing it all at the end. This pilot did a really good job of setting up a lot of things. And the thing that a lot of bad pilots do is it'll set up too much and cash in nothing. Mm -hmm. Whereas this set up a bunch of different things and then was able to actually sort of cash in on two of those, at least, that we've just talked about. Mm Mm-hmm. In an effective way. Yeah. The other thing I just want to mention super quick is the un- the other bit of intrigue is the way that these two vampire well-to-do people, the Radcliffs, are caring about this girl for some reason. and Their daughter? Yeah. Well, well do they ever refer to her as their daughter? I don't think so. Maybe I mean, they the, adopted. The guy is very explicitly just like, there's a girl who needs us. And they're always yeah, referring to this little girl. And I think think that it's not for some selfish reason that they really feel that way and that's a very three-dimensional thing to do yeah you know yeah sure that that was a cool thing too well shall we yeah i'll ask you right off the gate 
I'll, I'll ask you this. Did a werewolf eat anybody? <laughs> uh, I would say, uh, well. This is a complicated question. Came darn close. Came darn close. He would have. Came darn close. He would have. weren't for another werewolf. Mm-hmm. So again, that's sort of what I meant by like, oh yeah, they're setting some stuff up. And they'll probably cash in on that. If not on that character, somebody else. Right. I think that we were, that scene was promising us, stick with us. A werewolf will eat somebody. Yes, it will happen. I mean, you can see just down the line, then they're going to be together having werewolf fun, but then they're going to not like each other and everything. So there's a lot of stuff there. Do you think everybody in this community has like something or do you think there's just like regular no, rich people? No, which is why I don't like it as much. Right. I have the feeling that there really are just like these four or five beast yeah. clans. It's like I wanted everyone to be a freak. Um, I'm not going to pick it up because I don't I just don't like how generic it is. Well, you gotta stick by your guns. Yeah, and it's just yeah, no, no werewolf eating someone. So I didn't like that. It's just too generic, you know. Yeah, it is too compromising. So I, I'm not interested. But I could see how you could be. You know, and it's interesting. I don't think this was intentional, but the idea of it being generic could also play into the fact that that is that this is this gated community where there are all these like pre-made homes like these cookie cutter homes and stuff like that that are you know you probably find the same layout in a community you know three thousand miles away so that could i do i think that's intentional fuck no but i do like just telling myself that. sure actually i just thought of i think a really good hook for season one finale or even series finale is it's this whole saga of kind of waging war inside the gates mm-hmm. and you know i can't let these creatures win and everything and they finally like sort of think they bested everybody and then there's just another subdivision right next door yeah and it's the same shit and yeah. again like you said you pan out and you just see how many of these identical places there are well and that developer uh, uh figurehead character alludes to another property up in Seattle. Yep. Let's keep on moving. So, um, I, uh, I, that's the thing is I want to pick it up, but I can't trust that it's going to be like good all the way through. Let's, um, I want to pick it up moment. for like a half order. Well, that's what I'm going to say. Let's, let's define again. What do you want to do? Is it pick up a full season order, a half season order? Is it another episode? Like, because there's been, we all know, yeah. there's shows you and I mm-hmm. would give another episode, would give yeah. another five episodes. There's been shows we wouldn't give five minutes. And in real, you know, studio management and, and network management, you have shows that like don't get to finish the run. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna pick this show up uh, for another four episodes. I'll watch another four episodes is what I'll do. Cause so I, five I'm, total? Uh, oh. Yes. Okay. And, and because I'm the crazy one that actually like does these i'm the actual i actually do watch these uh you know and and i give it four more episodes and i'll report back cool um not on the next one because we'll probably yeah we have Uh, things yes um but yeah I'll, i'll i'll come back with that so i pick it up but not wholeheartedly there you go well hey nothing wrong with that 
sometimes you just gotta sort of do it halfway, a half measure. But anyways, uh, yeah. blast out on the show also for the name of the community being called the gate. Yeah, fuck that. Also, fuck the idea of of building an eleven ton gate and then you ship it over to America. <laughs> yeah, the gate was forged in England. And then, and that's when they decided to move it. And it's never been breached. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, that about does it for our first episode back. Woo! Hell yeah. Felt good. It does feel good to be back. That's a nice thing. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're coming back to us for season two or this is your first episode, we sincerely appreciate you listening to us. Um, one of the most fun things that we like to do here is just sort of keep a dialogue open with you guys. We would really like as much feedback as you guys want to give us. You can reach us in a variety of ways. Let's see if I can remember them. I don't know if I can. Uh, while you try to remember them, remember them, I'll say this. I heard once that social media should be a dialogue, not a one-way street. Yeah. Not I mean, a monologue. It should be a dialogue, not a monologue. God damn it, I fucked it up. I fucked it up. No, that's perfect, though. A dialogue, not a monologue. Not a monologue. So you can reach us a variety of ways. You can find us on Facebook by searching Picked Up Pod. They'll um, fill in the rest. Yeah, you can find it. You can find us and a lot of other the shows on the Pod Swaggle Network. So keep an eye out for our other lovely shows. You can email us if you find the need to do that by emailing us at pickeduppodcast at gmail.com. And probably our favorite way is to tweet at us and you can tweet at us at picked up pod um we like to again get your feedback get your thoughts if you guys find something interesting that relates to the show please send us something yeah oh yeah where can the people find you you can find me on twitter at mbravo mbravo you can find me on instagram at real.rob.bravo. Um, I can say I like Instagram way more. It's great. I like Instagram way more. It's great. And it is. It's pretty awesome. What about you, Rich? Uh, Twitter, you can find me, Rich Cammy, IG, Rich Cammy4. And then, yeah, also um, follow Potswoggle on Twitter. Um, and some very, I feel, I feel like this is. Uh, uh, kind of becoming a corny thing now uh, that I have to do but some very we have just even more very exciting announcements uh, coming towards the end of the month I'm I'm imposing a strict deadline on myself for this ooh yeah so uh, we, we've been developing new shows and and other big picture things neat so that's it for me that's pretty teasing yeah but that's good I think I have some insider info, and it is. It's very exciting. So definitely keep your ears open. It's going to be pretty sweet. So yeah, for myself, Robert, for Rich here, uh, thank you so much for tuning in for another season of Picked Up. We're going to be here on the reg. So keep your dial set to awesome. Ooh. Oh, shit. Innovating. We're not just sitting on our asses during the break, during the hiatus. No way. We're coming up with cool shit. There you go. All right. <laughs> See you later. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.